good week in mine. What about you, Joel? Yeah, doing well, having fun. I actually even realised I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. It's Not been... that long, but... Yeah, well, it's probably well, because we're at different games, probably, in the weekend. Yeah. Which we don't always do. No, but we like nine, to stick nine together. Again, nine again, we like to, you know, branch out. It's probably good for our mental health and stuff as well. <laughs> Just, that. you know, <laughs> classic. Um, Move away from your friends. <laughs> good advice. <laughs> Be around strangers. <laughs> Throw yourself into horrible situations. <laughs> Great advice. Hey, listen, it's good to be here. Um, just like to take a minute and say, uh, just let me shout out some of our sponsors, some advertisers for tonight's show. Um, there is a man selling a Volkswagen Tiguan that was advertising. Oh, I uh, seen that for sale. <laughs> so if yes. you'd like to buy that, please get in touch. This is a new thing we're going to do. Um, if you've anything, sell our anything you want to sell, or you know, we're gonna, we can put it up for you for a pound or something. Yeah. Um. But this week is the turn oh. of, of my car, so yeah. I'm gonna buy a new car, John. Yeah. Um, Which passed the MOT today. Oh, well done, brilliant. Thanks. I'm no part to play. I am a wee bit delighted. Good. Two new tires. Was kind of it. So for passing, you got two new tires. Yeah, that was it. The guy was like, <laughs> "Your car is fantastic. Let me give you another two tower." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that Lord of the Rings film? <laughs> Did you get a good copy or Blu-ray? <laughs> Extended edition. Anyway, um, right now there are four County Andrum Shield fixtures taking place. So yeah. we'll come to that maybe at the end of the show once they're all Aye. done, done and dusted. dusted. Oh, oh, oh! The cleaners are here. Um, but talk to me, where were you at the weekend? I was in Balmina, um, for Balmina v Crusaders. Um, oh, and uh, quite an interesting, quite an interesting afternoon. What um, was the score again? It was one each, um, which I wasn't expecting. Um, but probably a probably a fair result in the end. Um, I think both sides probably both managers. I would say definitely happy with. With that, given how the game went, um, I probably saw a bit as a, a bit as a game of two halves. Um, but as as I went into the stadium, um, I was with my dad on Saturday. Um, I bumped into uh, Nicola McCarthy from the uh, from the, that that BBC show. Yeah, the NFL news or Niffle, whatever you want to call it. People keep telling us not to say Niffle, but <coughs> I've said it now. Nipple. Um, <laughs> she mentioned that, which was funny. Um, so yeah, I was talking to her, talking away. Um, Love that. It was great to great to meet her and talk um, talk football. Um, so it was good. Legend um, of the local game, Nicola. Yeah. yeah. Um, Two legends because you were there as well. Hopefully listening as well because oh, yeah, she likes Paul. So great. Um, but back so, to the football. Yeah, sorry, back to the football. I'm all over the place tonight. Um, yeah. So I thought first half. I thought probably the crews probably the better team Balamine looked a wee bit like they were struggling to get into the game um, but for me on Saturday the crew's finishing was definitely off the biggest threat for them was Paul Healy which really isn't a surprise yeah, given no surprise. the player he is um, but he just couldn't find an net I have to say Glenn Denning uh, he's been in good form for Balamina and that continued on Saturday made some good saves um, also seen like the likes of um, BJ Burns um, having a a decent shot at goal and again Glenn Denning denying him so yeah the crews probably had the best of the first half then we come out into the second half um, <laughs> she's got an unbelievable tweet what is it I've listened to the Wolf has killed Martin McGee huge news yeah who's Martin McGee oh you don't know it, I am on that Arch League fans thing on Facebook he's like part of it and it's always like put posts up and stuff and we just killed him and we've killed him. Well, good on us. That's that's three people we've killed now. We'll have to come to that at the end we'll of the show because that sin. is the most <laughs> that is the most uh, difficult thing to explain because you have just <laughs> talked about the Crusaders game. We have just killed Martin McGee. Yeah, sorry, I, I've completely killed the podcast now. Um, we could pause it and start again. Nah, it's all right. Uh, where was it? No, so it came out in the second half, um, and I think it was like forty seventh, forty eighth minute. Um, Crusaders ended up with a penalty. What happened was the ball was with uh, Jamie McGonigal, who'd come on for the injured Jordan Owens, um, not too far into the first half, um, and he sort of flicked the ball on, and it hit. It did hit the arm of 
Was it Ryan Harper? I prob might have that wrong, but I think it was maybe Harper. Um, and Andrew Daly pointed to the spot. Um, and I, initially, I thought that looked really harsh, but when I've seen it back, actually his arm was out. Um, and I think it was a good decision. I'd like a chicken wing. Um, I think it was a good call. Um, I think it was a penalty. So it was one of those like when you're sitting in the stands, you see it, you're like, oh, look a wee bit harsh. But actually, no, I think it was a good decision. Um, and Jimmy McDonough made no mistake, tucked it away. Um, I'm sure the Balmain fans loved that. I know. Um, the, all the players that could have scored, they definitely wouldn't have wanted to be in. McGon gone. McGon girl. Um, nice. But yeah, so, but literally, as soon as the crew scored, Balmain were like a new team. Um, that's what I think I really enjoyed about them on Saturday. Yeah. Um, just the tenacity of that team. Like, nope, and you were. can sort of tell, like, how David Jeffrey has them, you know, <clears throat> by the balls. Yeah, but like, f- just fighting for everything. Because as soon as that went in, it was like they woke up and they just, honestly, they just attacked. But the question is, why weren't they doing that before? Yeah, no, no, li- listen, I agree, but it, it was kind of like a wake up call. It was like, okay, they've scored now. We need to obviously at least equalize this. Yeah. Um, and they honestly they threw everything at the cruise and the cruise couldn't get a breather for maybe 10, 15 minutes and then of course the equalizer did come from Ryan Harper um, to make it one each but then as the game went on there was chances for both sides to win it um, the cruise had a couple they had a shout for a penalty where the ball sort of ricocheted up and hit Johnny Addis on the arm but I, I don't think it was a penalty I think it would have been very harsh because his arm was sort of yes it was up but the ball sort of just bounced to it I think it would have been horrible to give a penalty for that so I think um, Andrew Daly got that spot on um, shout out and I think uh, as uh, the game went on then literally in the dying seconds um, Jordan Forsyth um, tried to stop a Balamina attack but it sort of just I don't know what happened maybe he lost his foot and he sort of went down um, and all of a sudden that uh, right back position was exposed um, and Jude Winchester made a good run and he was then played in. I think it was maybe Cahafrey played him in, um, and uh, yeah, Jude Winchester went round, went in. And I, I literally said, I said to him, I was like, "This is it. They're gonna here's Balmina have have won this game," um, but a very good save from uh, Ross Glendale. No, uh, Jared Doherty. Oh, Jared Doherty. Um, Jude Winchester tonight. So I think all in all, a fair result. Um, I think two managers would be happy. So, I yeah. don't know. I feel like for me, um, that is like a very big game between Balamine and Crusaders, and yeah. it's got bigger, um, because obviously, like maybe two or three years ago, Balamina beat the Cruise, so they didn't win the league. Yeah, and then I don't know. I feel like there's a real rivalry between those two, um, and obviously, like there were things off the pitch on Saturday yeah. that happened, um. But I, I, I don't know. I think then on the pitch there is a real rivalry between um, Balmain and Crusaders. And I don't, like, that game finished 1-1. I don't think it really did either team's many favours. I know you said both teams would be happy with a point, yeah. but I feel like at the same time probably not because Balmain, okay, they're not, they haven't really been firing all cylinders yet. Yeah. But... They'll still want to win. They've they know yeah. they know they've been very successful against no, the Cruise in the past, and also with the same in the same respect, the Cruise have been doing very well this season. Yeah, and um, that I think I think both managers will potentially that's two points lost. Yeah, no, I think I think I I follow you and I agree, but I think I'm looking at more perspective of they're just both managers will be happy they haven't lost the points completely. I know, but um, because it was the kind of game where it, and towards the end they could have went either way. No, no, fair enough. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, for me, yeah, for me, no. both teams must win, but it is what it is. Football. It is what it is. Um, where does that put Balamina? What is that, fifth or sixth, nearly? I think Balamina may be sitting sixth, just behind Glen Torn. Played one game less. Um, but... I don't know. The thing for me that just shot out was like Balamina only made one sub on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I mean, on the bench, they had um, Mays. Well, obviously, William, Williamson didn't come on for Glenn Denning. But then Mays, McGinty, Andrew Burns, Carville, and Lavery, none of them came on. So I don't know. Did you, did you think that, like, could Balamina have changed that up or whatever? I think probably. David Jeffrey, 
his decision there might have been how Balamina were reacting once the crew scored. Um, they were playing good football. They were, you know, I, I he probably didn't want to disrupt that. But also, you know, Cahar Freed, we know he's a great player. He can grab a goal for you. Um, so a great, great one to bring on. Um, maybe surprised that Burns hasn't come on. Um, or Declan Carvel, maybe. Um, but I think how. I don't know. For me, how Balamina were reacting to that goal, and um, they were playing quite well. You know, they, you know, they could have probably had another goal. So I can I can understand it from that perspective if that makes sense. I get you. I get you. Will we move on, or do you have more to talk about? No, I that wrapped it but up. But you had now. a good day out. More importantly, had off a good the day pitch. Out, yeah. Review that to me. What? Oh, it was off the pitch. What did you think? What do you mean? Right, it doesn't matter. Um. I mean, like, because we always talk about, like, what we thought of, like, whenever we were in Cole Rain, we were talking about the ticketing situation oh, right. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> honestly, sorry, I, it's one of them days. Um, I just had no idea what you meant. Um, yeah, thought, fine, I bought a bottle of water from a chip van. Interesting. Water? Yeah. Great, great mineral. <laughs> yeah. One of yeah, the finest. So, but not a bad bottle of water. No, I mean, like, tell people about, if maybe nobody's been in Balmain Showgrounds before. Uh, I quite like the Balmain Showgrounds. I think uh, a lot of space in the stands um, compared to some actually grounds. You're a tall guy. Um, so a lot of leg room and stuff. Um, plenty of seats, um, which is great. And a scoreboard. And the, the announcer. And the announcer, who's a lot of butter. Yeah. Um, always makes me laugh. I think there's a lot of space. There's maybe too much space at the Balmain Showgrounds. But like and then you always have the ball boys that are like having a bit of banter around the side. <laughs> yeah. They don't throw the ball in for you're somebody. Quite far, one thing is you're quite far away from the pitch. Mm, like not true. like not like miles away, obviously. Because why would you go then? But then also, you, you do have quite nice view. Like I think being in Bal- at the Balmain Showgrounds on a really cold day, you are freezing yeah. because it's so exposed. Lovely view of Slamish. If you're in the away end, yeah. If you're in the away end, but if or if you're in the home end, you turn your head around <clears throat> and see through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're at the e- end, obviously, the right end. <laughs> Anyway, the right end. Will we will we talk about a different game? Yeah, you caught me off guard there. It's because you're you're keeping up to date with the scores. Well, listen, I'm putting my feet up now, and you're going to tell me what happened to you on Saturday. <coughs> oh, you're <Well>. mugged. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got a black eye <laughs> on Saturday, <laughs> but for no nothing related to the podcast, obviously. Um, <laughs> I took myself, my friend Pete. Shout out to Pete. Was over from. Hi Pete. Sorry, I didn't get to meet you. I uh, well, your loss. Exactly. Was, what I've said so was his game. <laughs> um, we uh, he'd never been to an Irish league game before, so we went to. Um, probably a good one then. Well, I I would have thought it would have been a good game. Probably on paper was going to be game of the day. Um, we went to uh, Solitude, and actually. We dived in at the deep end. I thought, if I'm going to show you the Irish League football scene, we've got to do this right. So we were there early, went to the social club. I introduced him to a few people. (laughs) Um, And I made a few bogus claims that that it was going to be 5-5. To to one guy in particular, who at half-time met me and directly to my face was like, you you told me this would be 5-5 you have let me down um, but yep in the social club pre-match nice wee pint uh, thank yous again to <laughs> the Cliftonville fan base um, and then well really what followed that was was I, I, I'm not saying this lightly possibly the worst Irish League football match I have ever watched <laughs> it was very dull the first half was and please correct me if I am wrong because Maybe you were watching different matches or I was looking at something else. But it was the most dire first half of Irish League football that mm. there has ever been. You texted me at half time and said um, you could play for another three hours and there wouldn't be a goal or something. Yeah. And then, like, the even even to add insult to injury to that, Joe Gormley wins a penalty in the second half. I missed it because I was looking at my phone. And he missed it. And then he missed it. So then I was like, classic, there's never going to be a goal in this you game. You put your house in him scoring a goal, wouldn't you? Well, the fortunate thing about that is I don't have a house. Why? Where do you live? I live in that tent. Um, 
No, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course you would. He went left and Connor Devon followed him down. So I think even if it had been on target, Connor Devon probably would have saved it. Um, in the first half and the whole game, Lauren were very deep. I think Lauren sort of set up maybe for a, a draw. Mm-hmm. Um, they started off with four at the back. It's the first time I've seen Lauren play four at the back. Um, and they dealt very well. Obviously, you know you're playing against Rory Donnelly and um, Joe the goal. So they, I felt like they sat quite deep, but Cliftonville also sat quite deep. Yeah. So, and Lauren, I think what people will probably notice this year if, if they see Lauren play, are very happy to keep the ball, which other teams in the Irish League are not. Like teams who are happier just to lump it up, get the ball away from the defenders who probably don't have a clue what they're doing, get it up to you know, more attacking midfielders, wingers, strikers, and let them do the business. Plus, it's safer up there. Um, that. <laughs> Look at that lovely photo. Um, so, yeah, I think that Lauren, Lauren liked to keep it deep, um, and it really was between sort of Harry Flowers, who got a lot of grief. Um, <laughs> first time I've seen him play, he was playing in defence. Albert Watson and Graham Kelly at the back. Like, kept it quite past a lot with each other. Then you had um, Fod Sewell would have dropped as well and joined in with that, um, as well as Jeff Hughes and Mark Randall. And, like, the three of those I just mentioned, Sewell, Randall and Jeff Hughes, are, um, that's an amazing midfield. Like, think of the Irish League, where, where all that, those three have come from. Another pen in the Irish League. Um, so I don't know, until Lauren went, Lauren quite late, took Mark Randall off and Ben Tilney went on um, ben Tilney got amazing abuse from the Cliftonville fans. It was he was getting you know, Pontius Pilate is coming for you. <laughs> and, um, just just like that was the banter, and then I think Pete was like, "What the hell's going on? What's this fun?" Um, but that's when Lauren went to three five two, and it was nearly though when Cliftonville eventually scored on the eighty seventh minute. Uh, it was Ryan Curran, um, who got the goal, like. It was nearly then that Lauren were like, right, we need to, you know, we need to get a goal. Yeah. Um, and so that's when they went sort all of, out. Sort of holds dear their plan for a draw. Yeah, I don't know. But like, they still, I'm saying that, but still some of the football they played was great. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it's maybe a thing as well where we're all like expecting at the start of the season Lauren to be, well, I think opinions were divided in this room as well where you had sort of said you didn't think Lauren would do too well I was very much of the opinion I think Lauren will do well yeah. um, and I just I think they probably still need to be more time Yeah. but the way they play is very very good and I don't think they deserve to lose on Saturday um, I but think, Cliftonville think... you know it was it was great for Cliftonville yeah. um, and I would just also like to say sorry um, <laughs> Sean and Foster came on um, because um, oh, who got injured? Uh, Conor McDermott got injured. We're very impressed with both of those players. Conor McDermott's obviously in loan from Derry, and then Seanan Foster came in the summer from Warren Point, and I thought both of them were really good. Um, but I think I think Cliftonville are kind of we probably haven't touched too much in Cliftonville this season. But between like Conor McDermott, 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 um was impressive and Ronan Doherty in midfield was good but I just think they were just maybe a wee bit too deep um, and I don't know if that's going to be a problem for Cliftonville this season because at times it was like when Lauren had the ball it was nearly like Joe Gormley or Roy Donnelly were chasing them and everyone else was nearly sitting back waiting for them to get a wee bit further up the pitch yeah. um, but as far you know if that's the way Cliftonville are playing this season it's not that that's going badly. I mean, they've had seven wins out of 11. Um, so, no, I think... What were you going to say, sorry? So, I was just saying sort of your point about Lauren and the way they played on Saturday. I think, like, when you think of promoted teams, that whenever they're playing, you know, maybe your traditional top six sides, they're going to they're gonna approach each of those games differently and they're going to maybe play to their form, maybe? Yeah. Um, so, maybe the shape changes the tactics change based on that and I think Lauren are going through that period of working out what works for them best in the Irish League so I think you will see sort of differences from Lauren from time to time because um, I, I, I agree with you on their football I think they play some lovely football yeah. um, and they've been doing it especially at home 
Yeah. Um, so I feel like uh, feel like they're trying to work out what works for them best. Um, but then they're also you also need to play to your opponent's form basically, really, don't you? So, and I know that's very obvious things I'm saying, but like I just feel like Lauren are probably still working it all out. Yeah. Um, and I know I know I know some Lauren fans and stuff have been thinking, you know, oh, we're going to be right up there this season. I still don't think they will, but I think they're going to be in a good strong position. They they kind of for me like set up like they didn't want to have their pants pulled down yeah and be like you know go and lose like three or four nil yeah but honestly like their chances for both teams were really limited yeah um to the point that i was saying to pete like this is not your typical irish league game yeah. where um you've literally no idea what's going on yeah. they just um, cancelled each other out really but i'm looking forward to getting back to solitude again this year yeah, I'd like I to. think I'd you like and I, you and I'll have good crack there. Yeah, I'd like um, to along with we'll you. check the fixtures. What I just wanted to say just before we move on quickly, um, Cliftonville have quite quite a nice run of fixtures in December or sorry in November, so I think we will see Cliftonville doing quite well over the next couple of weeks, um, and maybe climbing that table a wee bit. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Where do you want to go next? Let me see. Take me to. Take me to. I'm going to take you to Coleraine, um, where they have continued their good form. Yeah. Um, Darn the band. Warren Point, obviously, last week, an unbelievable result for them. Um, but this one, let's be honest, is always going to be a tough ask for them, no matter how they've been playing, yeah. given the way Coleraine play, especially being at home. Um, yeah, a 3-0 win, uh, pretty pretty comfortable stuff. Um Ben Doherty absolutely on fire. Yeah, just keeps in. just keeps getting better and better. Um, and I did hear that uh, an interview. I think it was on the BBC. Um, Oren had tried to sign Ben Doherty when before he went to Glenavon. Um, and that would have been a good signing. But he's obviously there now, and he is immense. Like he is immense. What do you think yourself? I think. Um yeah, I think I think he's been outstanding. Um, oh, I keep forgetting where the microphone is. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's been outstanding. Um, but I think as well, I think I know people have been talking about him, obviously. But I think Owen Bradley's been really good this season. Like you know, he scored when, a great free so kick. So whenever they lost McGonagall in the summer to uh, Crusaders, you might have thought, "Oh, that's troubling," because McGonagall was good for them. Obviously. Yeah, but I feel um, like as well. I know what you're saying, but I feel like McGonagall's always had this wee sort of discipline issue or something yeah maybe in and out know. of form Do you know what I mean? not consistent maybe yeah but yeah but I I think a lot of people still thought oh they're going to miss him big time but like Owen Bradley's just so solid he scored a, a beautiful free kick on yeah, Saturday yeah brilliant um, and <laughs> just before that one he also had another one that went quite close as well yeah. um, and it was this exact same tactic or exact same uh, sort of way he approached it which I thought was class um, but like he's oh he's brilliant like so um I think things are going well, Corian, obviously. Um, I feel like nobody's really talking about them in terms of title potentials. I Attendances are up. I mean, I don't see why not, because they're they're on fire. I think Saturday's gonna be a massive game for them. And um, we'll get to that the later. Next, the next two Saturdays. Yeah, well we'll get to that. We'll get to that soon. But soon. Soon. Um but I think um Well, it's going mad here. Um Stop getting distracted. I know. I need to disconnect myself from the world. Um, yeah, I just think I think things are, are going well up there, obviously. Uh, I think the fans are... You know, there's some big wins this season. I think the fans are right behind what Oren's doing. Oren's just come in and stabilised everything, really, hasn't he? He brought in some good signings. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Warren Point. I actually thought Warren Point would be a bit unlucky as well. They had some good chances. There was a chance for the net. It was an open net, and they blazed it over, which was uh, probably disappointing for them. But then they had a few other chances. Chris Johns, good friend of ours, um, Chris Bong, <laughs> Chris Bong, made a light it up, made a <laughs> made a uh, goal line clearance as well. Um, so he's a goalkeeper. Though, some, so. but he does a lot of goal. No, but like I mean, <laughs> classic. I mean, it was a really good save. Um, Connor's made me feel like an idiot now. Thanks. Just um, <laughs> But. Uh, yeah, it was all it was all good. Um, if you look at if you look through that, let's look through that Korean team. Sorry, just because I know people will complain <laughs> about our uh, mic levels. Um, if you look at that Korean backline, Chris Johns, unbelievable keeper. Then we've got Lyndon Kane, Adam Mullen, 
uh, Aaron Canning and Aaron Trainer probably was the back four. Um, and like that is a good back four. You're not Solid. you're not conceding too many with that. Mm-hmm. Um, then if we go in the midfield, Stephen Laurie seems to be having a very good season so far. Josh Carson, Ben Doherty, um, you know, like you're gonna do well. Jimmy Glagan as well seems to have really really rediscovered the Dungannon form. Um, he had and then um, it was Owen Bradley obviously up front with Maculatis I think that yeah, I've obviously <laughs> cocked that up but but then even on the bench like um, McGugan's come off um, Ian Parkhill and, and Alex Gone. I really like Alex Gone. yeah um, a good young player um, within the ranks of Coleraine I've seen a wee bit of him as well and yeah. uh, it looks quite an exciting talent but then you know the the one point team seems to have changed a wee bit from who did they have before they played Dungannon? Oh, I can't. I can't remember. But they was it Carrick? It was maybe before. Or that. yeah, I don't. I don't know. But from then, I think Stephen McDonald's kind of changed his. Or Stephen O'Donnell has kind of changed his team a wee bit. Um, he's changed the backline a wee bit, and he's gone with Emma Bennett, uh, Gavin Smith, Andrew Riley, um, and I don't know Matthew Lynch maybe at the back. So that's kind of changed things I think a wee bit for one point I think that they've, they've got the young boys on the bench they're bringing off Lorcan Ford Brandon Doyle um, and then obviously Dermot McVeigh came on on, on Saturday um, we have got a good question about one point later on that we'll touch on um, because we're now what a quarter of our way through the season or yeah. a third of the way through the season yeah um, but they're only on three points so or minus three points. Or minus three points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that big yeah, points deduction they got. Happens sometimes. Throwback to Porter Down. Um, but real throwback there. Anyway, will we go to? Well, we also need to talk about Glenavon, um, and there how they got yeah. on in Scotland. But we'll come back to that. Will yeah. we talk about Linfield first? Linfield, yeah. Um, much to this heart of probably Dungannon fans for me saying this, but um. Routine stuff, I think. Um, me and you both, last week it was the League Cup action. It was 4-0 to Linfield. And me and you both said it'll be 3 or 4-0 yeah. on Saturday again. 4-1. Um, so 4-1. Um, just solid performance from Linfield. Um, Andrew Waterworth with another goal up there. Um, up there, Kirk Miller with a very cheeky chip. Yeah, Kirk Miller has... Uh, uh, there's a few players in the Irish League that only score great goals. Kirk Miller's one of them. Yeah. What um, a chip, though, to yeah, be fair. Lovely. Yes, I'll have mine with uh, Pasty Abab. It's a weird order. It's a weak joke. That is a <laughs> weak joke. Um, and then uh, Joel, Mike's here, mate. Joel Cooper, uh, moments later then, making a three with a, a smashed finish. Smashed? Smashed finish. Smash and grab. I'm just um, going to do this. Sorry. See if I put that there. Then a wee bit and of then uh, Kirk. Kirk. Miller again. At the double. The mill bag. Um, <laughs> making it four. So it was four and a half time. And then second half, Daniel Hughes got a chance, finished it well. Make it four one. Other than that, I think Dungan Swift had a chance here and there. But it was pretty solid from Linfield. Um, yeah, I don't know if like... I feel like Linfield always go down there and do quite well. Mm, recently, um, certainly. Dungan yeah. Swift didn't have um, Sam Johnson in that. He's obviously injured, I think, at the minute. Yeah. Got injured um, in the warm up against um, Linfield on Tuesday night. Yeah, your friend Sean and Lucas was playing there. Lad, Sean, Nun, sitting beside you last week or the week before. Um, Should have said hi. Didn't. Regretted it. No regrets. But I have no regrets. My biggest regret. Regretted it, but I have no regrets. (laughs) My biggest regret is no regrets. Well, that was nonsense again there but for then, me. But uh, then a sub, a sub, something maybe worth mentioning. A sub, a sub. A sub on the 87th minute. Well, there's two subs. Daniel Reynolds and Charlie Allen came on for Linfield. Uh, Charlie Allen this week has been linked with uh, Chelsea and Spurs. Nice. Um, so he could be be off there. He's been linked with host clubs for a lot. Playing again while. for Linfield tonight. Um, yeah, he's playing yeah. again tonight. Um, so yeah, um, he uh, big, future yeah, of, <laughs> big future ahead. Big future. Big future ahead of him. Obviously, so I just thought, thought may as well. What do we think of Dungan? And they've that. sort of were on form and they've gone a wee bit off form. Yeah, Dungan had a topsy topsy turvy season. Um, obviously that great start and then all those defeats. 
And then now they're sort of getting a win here and there, uh, draw, whatever. Seven goals conceded in the last two. Yeah, not great for them. Um, but I like what Chris Lindsay's doing. And I think What's just he doing? Great things. Um, <laughs> what's he doing tonight, though? That's the question. Um, we trading? <laughs> maybe. Let us know, Chris. Why have I asked that? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, where do they go from here, though? They just have to keep going, really, don't they? You know the way every team has to keep going, because <laughs> you can't just give up. Um, yeah, I think it's been a, a tough, tough enough time for them, but... I don't gallant, but um, I think uh, they're going to be all right. Like, I mean, yeah. they're they're like tenth. They're still seven points ahead. Of I mean, eight. I've said tenth, but I mean eighth because I can't count. But another, what do you think of Linfield? I think they're going to win the league, plain and simply. Um, I think it's a really good squad there. I think we've said before in the show. Um, the show. It's going to be neck and neck between them and the crews in the mm. sort of later season but now I'm sort of thinking you've Cole Rain in there you've Cliftonville in there who've really impre- like they grinded out another result on Saturday um, so I feel like they're always grinded I feel like it could be tight at the top um, which is what you want you well want. we predicted that yeah yeah for sure but just look at th- I mean that Linfield team on Saturday Rowan Ferguson seems to have gone in there and settled well yeah um, they had a- apart from obviously conceding four goals against Coleraine hasn't really done too badly um, he settled in really well where before players hadn't who were replacing uh, Roy Carroll but like throughout that team you know Mark Stafford Jimmy Callagher um, solid just solid Nell Quinn Matthew Clark you know a back four it, it is it is back fours that win Irish League yeah. titles and you're not going to get a better back five than that. No. Do you know? And even, like, the players that that Linfield do have that, you know... Yeah. <coughs> excuse me, that we haven't seen so far this season. Joshua Robinson. I was going to say Josh Robinson. Um, Mark Hawley yeah. as well. Keen McGuinness is out on loan. Um, Riches. Yeah, he's away on loan as well. McGivern <laughs> <laughs> uh, as well. Um, Larkin came in from... Uh, uh, put it down so yeah they're, they are blessed with uh, with riches talk to me is that you yeah I think that's us there um, not much more to say convincing win by Linfield um, hope Don Gannon can, can back who Linfield have next I don't actually know with the fixture I haven't looked it's them up <laughs> Linfield Ballymena big game but we talked briefly about um, Glenavon they went away to Wraith Rovers, um, but unfortunately, were defeated three one. Yeah, um, your fan scored again though, Reese Marshall. Oh, it's a pity he didn't get any points from my fantasy league. Well, he wouldn't because it's not a great competition. No, I know. That's why it's a pity. Um, but yeah, three one. Um, point that out. The highlights or the highlights. Gary Hamilton afterwards just kind of spoke quite a lot about a seventeen-year-old uh, striker that um, was playing for Wraith Rovers and how impressed he was by him. So could be on the way in January then. Could be on his way to Glenavon. What's his space? Kieran Bowie. Bowie, maybe? Kieran Bowie? Bowie. Um but yeah, unfortunately for Glenavon, that's them out of that competition. Um I think that was sort of a welcome distraction for them because obviously things hadn't been going overly well in yeah. the leagues. But um, Yeah, probably would have yeah. We really need the... to talk about Glenavon. I feel like we've avoided not avoided intentionally, but we haven't really I think last week we really got into them. Did we? Yeah. Who were they playing last week? Um, Lauren. Lauren, it was 6 0 or something. Fuck, we didn't really get into them. <laughs> I mean, we need to go to Mornview. Oh, yes, obviously. Physically get into them. Oh, yeah. What about Glen Torn? They were playing Carrick Rangers. They were, and uh, it was almost a shock on the cards um, in the 19th minute. If, if the game had been <laughs> over in 20 minutes, it, um, again. Kiki, 19th minute. Guillaume? Scoring. Um, Guillaume is great, French for William. Great celebration as well. Sort of done the, you know, the Mbappe. Oh, yeah. Probably, pro- probably, probably a bit early in the game to be doing that sort of no. nonsense. That's what you want more <laughs> of in the Irish League. More, more Mbappes. More ridiculous celebrations. Yeah. Do you know who loves a, a celebration like that? Um, Johnny McMurray. he done that sleeping bag one, didn't he? And then Liam Boyce loved a mad celebration. Yeah. What would your 
go-to celebration be? Love that you've asked me that. I would probably pull... What? I would probably... Um, I don't know. I, think I, I wouldn't underestimate a forward roll. <laughs> That's so you. Um, think back in the day when you and I used to play the old 11 aside. Back in the day. 20 years ago. Um I used to love pulling out the old the old celebration. When, Actually, I always did, did we the, ever play eleven or something. I did the old rowing boat. That's right. Yeah, I remember that one. Maybe get that started in the Irish League. Yeah, the whole team. So, thing is, if you score, then you go down on your on your bum and you pretend you're rowing a boat. So if if you're listening to this and you would, score at the weekend, do that celebration. I would for appreciate me it if at they, Connor Houston. If they brought an actual rowing boat. And then pulled, that's nonsense pulled it out you're obviously drunk again got in it tried the rules of the corner flag um, how would that even work Boats my, only work my on celebration water. I'd probably go for more of the Alan Shearer just the finger in the air that's a wee bit boring well, tell us something else sums me up you nah you used to love it I remember like saying you used to put your shirt over your head and all <laughs> <laughs> when you you loved it you always would have gone for something you, this is John was a bit of a bit mental. You, he's one of those guys you know you play five a side with, and he just shoots all the time. <laughs> oh, the guy everyone hates. Yeah, that's me. More of a passer now, though. <laughs> no, you're not. I am. <laughs> Let me pass this over to you. Glen Horn three, Carrick one. Back to that. Guillaume Kiki, one nil. And I've shot. Um, yeah, one nil. Um, but didn't last too long. Twenty third minute, Robbie McDade. Um, with another another goal McDaddy McDaddy Mummy McDaddy McDaddy yeah. <laughs> he uh, got another goal and then it was one each half time then Plum second half penalty plum, like, um, after McDade was brought down is Plum on pens um, Plum on pens pen Plum I read that some what I read on Twitter a Glintorn fan said Plum was their worst midfielder right I was like that doesn't it doesn't compute with me, but I don't get that. He's done. He's done very well this season. Well, he scored goals. And un- Unless this person doesn't he's like unbelievable goals, set. he's a set piece specialist. Yeah. Strange. SPS. Don't agree with that personally. Um, and then Robbie McDade made it three one with another goal. And Daddy. Mc- <laughs> he's uh he's having a good season, I think. Yeah, that that is true. Um. I think the money's come in to East Belfast, but one player that is Sean has been Robbie McDade. Yeah. For real. Like, he has got goals. He has... He has not as many goals as I thought, obviously. He's not one of the top scorers, but... Um, he must be not far off. Uh, yeah, he's definitely scored in a lot of competitions and stuff. So, no, I rate, I rate him very highly. I actually would be surprised if he saw his career out at Glentorn. I yeah. think he could go back across the water. Yeah. Um, I rate him very highly. Um, he seems to really like Glentorn, very passionate yeah. about, about the Glens. I think um, a lot of the creative... He seems to be good crack too. A lot of the creative players they brought in as well is obviously going to help him, you know, in yeah, yeah, goals yeah. and stuff. And so You're right. It's all, it's all going well. Um, yeah, the Glens, Glens, again. Glens, Glens. One, one of those teams are having a bit of an up-and-down season, I would say. But I think big game on Friday night for them. They go up to Larne. Larne have been very good at home. Yeah. Um, they I, lost to Balamina. I think it's going to be a very good game on Friday night. And here's we're going to be there. Here's the thing, though. You, you, There must be, like, the waffle jinx. Because you and I went to Glentor. No. Linfield Crusaders mm-hmm. we were like it could be, it's going to be 5-5 one nil. <laughs> I went to Solitude on Saturday oh look it's going to be 4 all. it's going to be great one nil. there's the waffle curse so I'm not even going to say it's going to be a high scoring it's not the waffle curse though it's the BBC curse because they the BBC on, weren't there on Saturday so they put it on TV no but they were there for the highlights <laughs> yeah sorry what's your point <laughs> yeah, that was a joke obviously you're blaming Nicola no I'm not Oh, that's a bold move. <laughs> That'll be loud, potentially. What's loud? If you touch there. I didn't touch there. <laughs> There's a donkey in the room. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's look ahead to the... An the... ass. No, that's just me. An oxen. Let's look away to the fixtures. Let's look away. <laughs> Have we covered every game? I wanted to talk maybe a wee bit more about Glentoran. Do it. Um, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want 
don't want to talk anymore about it. Oh no. Um, I, I feel the like only color. thing I was going to say was you were a bit harsh in them there. <laughs> so that was John, by the way. Do it. Um, I think you got to realize they have brought a lot of players in. It's going to take time for them just to settle down and just like get to know each other's game. Oh, yeah. People have come, I mean, Van Overbeek's coming agree, from yeah. the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, a few boys from Croatia, a few boys from the South League. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> um, so, you know, you need time to like get to know each other. I agree. On a personal level, on like, a human level. I've said all season they're in that transition period and they still are. They're transitioning. Exactly. To- totally agree. Um, Do you want to talk about Northern Ireland? Yeah, done, done uh, very well. Done, got him. <laughs> done, 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 got him. Done very well. Um, went one nil up against the Dutch, which is unbelievable. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, and then one each should be like, okay, let's end the game now. But they have thrown it away in the time minutes, unfortunately. But that's just the quality of yeah. that Dutch squad. Very annoying though. Um, I think what annoyed me most was Ronald Koeman. Did you hear what he oh, said? What a belly. What is that all about? Like, I can't wait until he comes to Belfast. I'm going to be at that game. Oh, um, look at I, me. I'm going to have a word with him. <laughs> Maybe we could get a press box for that game. I'll have a word. No, will you Ronald, actually have a word Ronald though? Koeman. I'll see what I can do. I actually have a word with what that guy. What am I going to do? That guy though. The guy from before. Yeah. Well, we can both do that. Like, <laughs> You have a word with him though? It's all on me. <laughs> Just have a word with him. What word would you like? Have to hear. Um, are, we ta- are we talking about the fixtures, or do we want to have a break, or will we come back to questions? Um, I don't know. We're doing the questions on the pod. Yes, we have to. We have to. It's against the law. <laughs> They're good questions. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a wee break. Sure. No, no, no. Let's no, talk let's... about the fixtures first. Classic. Right. <laughs> uh, reverse order. Warren Point, Glenavon. Um. When's that being played? <laughs> April. That's actually a very interesting one because what? <laughs> what? Why? Well, going having her back in the action after two heavy defeats, one point one last weekend, lost yeah. up in Korean as you would expect. Um, I think it's going to be a draw to each. <laughs> yeah. Do you agree? Uh... Absolutely not. <laughs> Threat. <laughs> Threat Mid- level midnight. Oh, nice! Did you say it? I was gonna say it. I held back. Um, I I don't know. I think um, Glenavon need to get it on into winning ways in the league. I know, but I know, but they actually don't though. <laughs> I just feel like Warren Point. They're gonna beat Warren Point. I don't think for so. me. I think it's gonna me, be a draw. It's gonna click at Glenavon again. Uh, yeah, you, well, you thought Glenavon were gonna win the league. That's not. But when? You you said to me I you said like, Linfield are going to win the league You were like Glenavon will be up there Yeah I thought they would Sorry I was wrong Deep. Just take myself out here will I? <laughs> I'm going to quote I'm going to copy that we Sorry I was wrong I just I'm going to play that to myself all the time Anytime you annoy me Sorry I was wrong It's a bit weird <laughs> um, Linfield Balamina United Um. Linfield 3-1 okay I don't know I think Balamina the little tails might be up they might be yeah no I, hungry. I tend to agree but um, I tend to agree <laughs> I don't know I just think Linfield are too strong Institute Cliff Tunnel oh there's a wee mouse in here yeah, um, yeah. Be getting the pussy cat on up 2-0 Cliftonville I think potentially more I, um, I think now. Cliff, nah, maybe Cliff. maybe three, three nil, okay. maybe four, because I think that pitch up there will suit Cliff. A lot of maybes. I think Covering it's a lot of players going back where where they were. Born. You know, well, I don't know where they were born. It doesn't say on my page in front of me. <laughs> um, but you know, Rowan Doherty going back. Uh, Connor. Uh, what do you call the fullback? Connor Houston. Yeah, Connor Houston, that new Cliftonville player, he's class. He's obviously going back, playing it right back there last week. Um, so yeah, I think four 0 Put your house on it, four 0 No. Um, Crusaders, <coughs> Corian, Corian four 0 Nah, I don't agree with that. Oh, wonder why? <laughs> why? Just wonder why you don't agree. That's why I'm saying it. I, I can't see. I can't see it being four 0 um, I could see a Korean win, but I'm going to play it safe and go for the draw. 
even though Crusaders are at home. Yeah. Your hands were right there. Put my shackles off my feet so I can dance. <laughs> what? Um, That's a top of the table clash. I think I've said two each a lot tonight, but I'm feeling it. Thinking, honestly, think you maybe said it once. How are you today? Two each. Exactly. <laughs> when you when I came in tonight, you said, "Is it Cynthia?" Oh, hello, I'm two each. <laughs> sorry, is that his name's actually John? And then you're like, yeah, "It's actually yeah, Gareth." <laughs> sorry, that's how I talk. <laughs> so I'm thinking two each then, maybe potentially. Um, I don't know. For me, that one is hard to call. Um, Cruise Cole Rain. Yeah, I think so. I think over the past few years, it's yeah. been quite a tight fixture. Um, I, I it's sort of been swelling and losing that. Yeah, honestly. No, I don't. I don't think so either. So I think it's either a Macquarie win or a draw. Carrick Rangers Dungannon, Dungannon. My dad loves Dungannon. I actually think Dungannon's quite an underrated place. Yeah. Um, Just an IMO. I'm thinking maybe. I'm thinking Dungannon, but also... Nah, I'm going to go one each. Um, I, might, I might think, you know what? Carrick could do something. Yeah. Um, but they also might not be able to do something. So, I don't know. I don't even you want to talk. very safe. I don't want to talk about that game. Lauren Glentoran, Friday night. Bum, 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 the boys will be there. Bum, 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 you and I are actually going for... What are we going for? Pool? Game of pool before we invited to the pool club. And we are going. Yeah. We have to go now. And I'm well, very I mean, excited. I haven't decided, but you told me I, I have to go. Yeah. We've been invited. That's a, you can't say no being invited. People, but we won't because we are the people of the people. People rarely invite us to anything, even socially. So, <laughs> so this is this is great. So we need thank you for your invite. What Larnan Inverse Social Club, maybe or something? I have no idea. We'll check it out. We'll find out. Google Maps. Yeah, very excited. Pint and pint and pool. Yeah, pre match, uh, and then we are going to uh, Inver, which what potentially could be the game of the weekend. There's yeah. a lot of big games there, but. Friendly cameras. This could be. Yeah. Don't waffle, jinx it. Love that. That's a thing. This could be nil nil. <laughs> See. No. Minus one. Minus one. I think I do think Lauren are going to get a result. I think it's going to be. And I think two one. I think Lauren could send out huge shockwaves around the Irish league. On the basis of Friday night, if like if Lauren get what a. Do you mean r- like by a big score or? Yeah. Okay. I think Lance kept a clean sheet this year. Maybe one. I don't know. Against Warren Point. Uh, I I do know that because I checked it earlier on. But I I just think that... And I know we have a lot of Glen Torren fans who won't appreciate me saying that. So this is John. Um, <laughs> but I, I, just, I just think Lauren could... At home, there will be a massive crowd there. They will be in high voice... Atmosphere will be strong. Everyone will be chuffed. It's on BBC. I think we could have a very good game on our hands. I, I agree. I think it's going to be a Lauren one. Maybe 3 1. 3 1? Yeah. Well, there we go. You're yeah. obviously thinking in the fours or fives. No. Well, it's still, that's still a big one. If they win 3 1, that's a big result. They've only yeah, just been yeah. promoted. Yeah. Um, But that's the, that's the money ball game. It's the money ball. I haven't seen that film yet. But um, we want a cup of tea and then we'll get into our cues. Do it. <laughs> Question time, John. Oh, we are back. Um, gonna hit you with this one from Mo Roddy nineteen on Instagram. What's your opinion on a rejuvenated Newry side in the championship? <laughs> Big question. Yeah, good question, and we do always love being asked questions about the championship because I feel like it's going to be a very, very easy, or sorry, not easy, but very entertaining. Don't know how I got those words mixed up. Um, league this year, um, Newry. Yeah, I mean, you and I are big fans of Darren Mullen. Yeah, um, and he's a big fan of the show. If you are listening, Darren, um, hello. Um, I think the good thing for, well. 
for the league is there's a couple of teams. Lock Gall, I think, are really a team that are doing very well. Um, Poured down as expected. And the Mallards, I have a very soft spot for the Mallards. As well as Dundella um, and Uri. Uri, um, good win against Ards on Saturday. It was 5-1. Yeah. I was actually chatting to a guy on Twitter earlier on about that, who was at the game. Um, and then... I don't know. Nuri drew before that against uh, Portadown. Uh, well, what what do you think yourself, John? Um. Yeah, I think. I mean, let's see. From what I've seen them, I don't know a lot about them, to be honest, and I don't know a lot about the championship, to be honest. But <clears throat> from what I've seen in Nuri last year, um, I think I really like Darren Mullen and what he is trying to do there. Um, I just think maybe they didn't have all the like players they would have wanted in order to stay in the Irish League and stuff. So, yeah, I feel like if they can start get something going and uh, build themselves up, build themselves up down there. Um, it's great that the Welders Welders are near the bottom of the table, but tonight they've obviously gone through, um, in the Queen Anne Shield. Yeah, they're in the semi-finals. You want you've got them tipped to win it. I would love them to win it. Yeah. I re- I really would. Um, up against Glentorn. Cliftonville and Ballymena yeah. and uh, the Welders that's the final four so yeah obviously that would be great you, you want to see teams I think that's a, that would be a great cup for each of those teams for very different reasons yeah. but yeah of course the neutral is completely behind the Welders you know but no to answer your question Newry you could probably see them coming up I think Loch Gall are a bit of a surprise package in the, in the championship at the minute um, Ard started well but they've sort of fallen away I think yeah. Dergview are doing alright as well Ballyclare started well and have fallen off sort so yeah listen every week is going to be a different week in the yeah, championship it's up and down, it, it really is um, I have a question here I think you'll be good answering this one um, who do you think this is from Christopher Mullen Chris Ramsey no Christopher Mullen guy went to school with um, Big Lauren fan um, I have no idea who's Big Lauren fan I think he might be um, who do you think is the most underrated player in the league? Oh, this is... Why don't you answer that one? I answered the New one. Because I thought you could answer this better than me. Who's the most underrated? Oh, that's just a big question. Um, I mean, you could nearly go... You can nearly give an underrated player from each club, but then it's nearly very subjective because it depends on the time that you saw them play, if they had a better game. Yeah. Um... Than against other teams, I think. Um, I thought last season Ben Dockery was very underrated. Yeah. I thought the season before Ryan, um, uh, oh, what do you call him? Ryan Kern was very underrated for the Ballinamallers. Um, Michael McCrudden when he was playing with Institute yeah. was very underrated, and then eventually moved on. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think people underrate. I think we've spoken about this before. Owen Bradley is quite underrated. Um, but obviously he does well every week. I Jack O'Mahony, I really like. He's at Glenavon. Um, he's probably very underrated. There, there are a lot of players that, that aren't... I feel like a lot of Irish league players are not household names. Yeah. But is this a question about that where you're like looking for a player that isn't a household name? So, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. I think like it's an interesting question because I don't think anyone is really anyone overrated in the Irish League. I don't think it's that. I don't. I don't get that as you would in maybe like the Premier League or other like big leagues around the world, where people say, "Oh, he's a bit overrated." I don't really see that in the Irish League. Do you? Do you know what I mean? I think maybe you could say if a Andy Waterworth isn't scoring week in week out. Yeah, maybe he's overrated. I'm I'm just using that as an example, but I know what you mean. But more often than not, the consistency of those players and quality of those players shows th- shines through. So, yeah, yeah it's usually I don't know. There. I don't know. So that was a good question, though. Um, we'll have to get back to that one. Yeah. Let me see. We've got best free. You can ask me this one. Well, you can read it because I'm uh, on my glasses on. Best free kick taker of all time: David Beckham, Roberto Carlos, Jorve Plum, or Owen Bradley. Of all time, of all time, um, I, from maybe not all time, but um, I like what I've seen from Plum this season and free kicks. I feel like every time he has a set piece, um, or you know he has a free kick, you're like something not something's gonna happen here. He has been very impressive, very very confident, very impressive. Um, Owen Bradley as well this season has had some unbelievable free kicks. So, um, 
if we're talking about I know we've said all time um, Birkenbar don't know about all time um, Ronaldo hits a pretty wicked free kick um, Cristiano that is um, I mean I think there's too many probably good players hit good free kicks um, but if we're going to talk about the league um, right now I would say Plum because I think he's I don't know Bradley scored some really good free kicks yeah no but I'd say Plum from what I've seen this season, um, I like Plum. Well, I feel like either of those players. Yeah, both no, been great. Yeah. What's what's more have we got next? Thanks for your question. Thanks, Dave. Um, Stato G. Yo yo. We'll be on the show in a few weeks. We will talk talk to the fans about that. The fans. Yeah. Um, Campbell's football podcast will be on there. Um, I believe it's the end of this month. Um, a few weeks. Um. Um, not sure two weeks today what we are discussing but we're very much looking forward to it um, and we're delighted that he's uh, asked us to come on so um, very excited it's a Scottish Scottish guy yeah Yeah. Um, very excited for that Um, brilliant so he asked (laughs) is Raymond Crangle the equivalent of Willie Collum in Scotland and I'll be honest I don't know who that is Um, or Mike Dean in England I do know who that is Um, no I don't think so I think he's better there's a human a human level um, you know on this show we've on this show what does that mean we, we probably have been in the RC we're probably a bit harsh on referees because we're like <coughs> um, what are they actually doing or do you know what I mean we're, but I would honestly hate to be a referee in the Irish League I, I think I honestly think I'd rather break my own fingers yeah. um, right now Hey, did it for the waffle. Um, so, like, do you know I cannot be a referee? That is yeah. just mental. Um, my dream one day is to make you be a referee in the Irish League and I, just like, shout abuse at you. <laughs> I couldn't do it. You'd need thick skin, and I definitely don't have it. I Why? I couldn't do it. Um, Why do you not have thick skin? Amphibious. Is my? I think I've cracked my finger and I've done something weird. Is that? Does that look normal there? I think it's quite sore. <laughs> anyway, thank you for your Twitter questions. We didn't ask her any questions last week was because we didn't think anyone was really that interested, but we got a lot of questions today. a lot on Twitter, so we're just going to pick a few because there's a lot. Um, well, no, we're going to do them all. Right. <laughs> um, top goal scorer by the end of the season. I'll answer first. <coughs> Joe the goal. Um... If not, I'd say Paul Healy will probably be up there a bit. Yep. Um, Just pick one. I think we'll have a lot of goals from Joe Gormley. Yeah. Okay, well, very demanding. No, that's what he's asked, though. Thanks for your question, Gerald. John's being angry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just... Leeds fan zero. Will Davy Jeffrey and Mark Sidebottom ever get along? No. It's a great relationship they have. Um... <laughs> but no, probably not. They're like... Uh... What do you call those puppets used to hit each other? Uh, Pontius and... Pontius? <laughs> Punch and Judy. Pontius? Pontius Pilot. Richard and Judy? Oh, that's um, a Tom Four show. Here's a good question from Carl. McDowell, thanks for your question. Realistically, what do you see the top four looking like at the end of the season? Um, we've half answered it. Well, we've one quarter answered it. Um, no, that was my opinion. So what's your opinion? Well... I've Linfield to win the league. I think it'll be Linfield Crusaders now. Now this at the start oh, of the season this isn't my predicted. But I've got Linfield Crusaders, Cole Rain, um Clifton Bill. What about Balamina? No, it won't be on top four. What about Lyon? Won't be on top What about Glentorn? Won't be on top four. What about Arts? Won't be on top four. Deep. Um okay, John Spinney. Um okay, Dr. Grant, another question from the man. Will Coleraine's unbeaten start of the season go this weekend? No. I don't think so. Okay, question answer from John. Um, Bansider Archie, thanks for your question. Who will strengthen their teams in January to make a charge for the title? What do each team need to mount a sustained challenge? That is a brilliant question. John. Um, I think you'll see the likes of Linfield and Crusaders bring in at least one player in. Um, if not a couple um, I would expect anyone that's in around the top four to be thinking that way um, January can be an interesting one in the Irish League because I 
don't know. I feel like once I hit January the season, just I don't know, it really closes in quickly. Um, so for me, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like anyone in around the top four is going to probably look for one or two players. But again, all depends on how things are going until then, um, if that makes sense. Um, and what do each need, team need to mount this change chance? Just need, for me, they need a mix of experience and youth. Um, I think if we can get the right mix, we'll do well. In the Arts League, what do you think? Um, is that more specific? Like, what do we think each team needs? Um, well, well listen, I think, I think it's only going to be teams that we think are going to win the title. Potentially. Not, anyway, not each. yeah, no, good question. Um, Matt, 16-27. Is Conor McMillan the best player to grace football? Possibly, but probably not. Um, uh, but yeah, he's been great. He got a three-year contract extension at Solitude. I think he's done very well. He's turned a few heads since he signed for more points. I think Barry Gray maybe brought him in. Um, Conor McMenamin, he'd been at um, Linfield and Glentoran and stuff before. He's been around. But yeah, he's really kicked on with his career, which is brilliant to see. I like when that happens. Um, maybe a player you don't think is going to do too well, and then I don't know where they're being very impressive. Uh, Ryan Heffern asks, best goal both of you have ever seen live? One from the Irish League, one elsewhere. Over um, to you. Thanks for your I, question, Ryan. So one from the Irish League for me was it would be BJ Burns against Linfield. Ooh, that was cute. Um, was that, it wasn't, it was a league game, wasn't it? I can't remember if it was a league game or Irish Cup. I'm feeling it was a league game. Um, he, he had, I think it was December time. He had it from like, what, maybe 30 plus yards? Straight into the top corner. And he beat, beat Roy Carroll. So, you know, that's how you know it's yeah. a, good, a good goal. Um, I might go for another one that beat Roy Carroll. Um, one night I was in Ballymena and saw Johnny McMurray um, scored sort of a volley from like the halfway line. But Ross Glendelling cleared it. Um, and the ball was sort of coming down on the halfway line. And, and Johnny McMurray volleyed it from the halfway line. Oh, went in. But yeah, obviously there's been some unbelievable goals. I think we're really blessed. In the Irish League was like really good goals. Yeah, and one um, from elsewhere, other leagues. Uh, I have one top of my head. Go ahead. Um, Gilfie Sigurdsson for Swansea at Old Trafford. Um, United drew one each with, with them. It was a free kick. It was oh, it was just lovely. I was gonna say Andre Sherla last season against Burnley. It's a good goal. It's a good goal early on. I was in the Burnley end, um, but not sporting Burnley. I had to keep my mouth shut and I had to keep my uh, Bovril dry during celebrations Adrian Drake's asked us a, a really I know the answer confusing to this, question I know the answer go ahead then um, if it takes a man a week to walk a fortnight how many apples is there in a pound of grapes 17 and a half don't explain that no that's just the answer what kind of bear is best Stephen Trap. Yeah. Bears and nice. Go ahead. What kind of bear is best? It's a reference, obviously, to the office. Brown bear. Um. Yeah. Love it. Love it, bears. Um. No. Nah, keep going. Not doing that. Um, oh, let's do all the questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't realize they would all be like this. Sorry. Sell it. Um. Was all with all like this is a good question. Uh. Jay Brune, thank you for this question. This got me thinking today. With almost a third of the season it's gone, changed. very sad. Can Warren Point even achieve 20 points by season's end? Currently sitting with three. I don't think well, so. John, you're our expert. Well, what do you doomed. think? We're all doomed then. Um, I can't see it now, to be honest. I can't see them achieving 20 points. Um... Well, they still have 28 games to go. I know, but I can't see it. I don't think one point are Plus going, the split. I don't think they're going to stay up. I think they're going down. Um, unfortunately, I'm sorry. Because um, it's my fault. Um, so, yeah, no. I can't see them hitting that 20-point mark. I hope they do, but I can't see it. Um, and I'm not going to mathematically work it all out because <laughs> math is not a strength of mine. But he made some good points. Yeah, um, um, I think it's a very good question. What do you think? Um, well, th th this is what I said. So, um, I when Jay Brown, unsure of your first name, sorry, um, sent this message in. I 
I mean, it made me think immediately to last season when Warren Point didn't have exactly the, the greatest start either, but managed to turn it around. Um, and then eventually quite comfortably finished 10th um, with an all right points tally. So, I don't know, I think Warren Point are like one of those teams from one of the earlier questions that, that can sign very well geographically where they're placed they do quite well off the likes of Dundalk and Drogheda um, and even Dublin so I, I, do, I do think that like they could be alright I could I could see if, if one of those teams if Institute and Carrick start to do badly then well it, I mean it comes down as well to your opinion have Institute had a good start to the season? not really have Carrick? I think so Carrick have only have three more points than Warren Point, and Warren Point have had a terrible start. So, but I think they look in better shape. But do you know what I mean, though? But then, like, it all boils if, down if to this is, if this is Carrick opinions. doing well, yeah, and they have six points, and Warren Point doing terribly, and they have three, then yeah, it's nothing in it really. So plus, I know I, what you mean. I, I think in Warren Point they've got. I know they've got a young team, but they've done this before, and yeah. if that clicks, I I don't want to. I don't want to rule them out just yet. Because I just think they have the potential to turn that around. Yeah. Anyway. One more question for you. One more cue. How is Steve Lomas getting paid to be a pundit? <laughs> I do not know. Is he doing it for the BBC? Is it for Sky? Not sure. I honestly don't know. Let me say this to you as you sip your tea. Why do we not become pundits? Yeah. I think many reasons. <laughs> Many, many reasons. What's stopping us? Exactly. Anyway, do we have any more points to make? Quite a lengthy pod tonight. Yeah, lengthy. Um, no, I think that is all the questions. Um, so Good luck to Balamina, Cliffenfell, Glenthorn and the Welders. And we will... Oh dear. We will, uh, we will speak to you soon. Much love. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Bye.